Hello and welcome to the Rare Disease Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I am your host, Joanna Fernandez. Every week, we at Partners for Access bring to you some of the most important news developments in the orphan drug cell and gene therapy world and what they mean to you. This week, we will be discussing Louisiana Medicaid's new subscription model and the latest Brexit update. Now onto the Louisiana story with Max Rex. The Louisiana Department of Health has announced plans to introduce a new mechanism for paying for hepatitis C treatments for patients on Medicaid, which could in future be used for other expensive medications. Known by some as the Netflix model, the state would not pay a drug manufacturer for each individual prescription, but instead would pay a subscription fee to the company on an annual basis. This subscription would allow the state Medicaid program unlimited access to the treatments, whilst providing budget certainty to the state. It is estimated that at least 39,000 people in Louisiana's state Medicaid program or in its prisons have hepatitis C. In the last year, only around 1,000 of these patients were treated with the expensive and curative therapies, such as Harvoni and Sovaldi, made by Gilead. And Louisiana government officials lay the blame for this, with pharmaceutical companies setting the prices of these treatments far too high. The aim of this new program will be to treat 10,000 patients by 2020. Louisiana is currently looking for drug manufacturers to submit bids to win this contract, which it aims to have sorted out by July 2019. The response to this proposal from drug companies has generally been positive, with both AbbVie and Gilead signalling their interest in taking part. It remains to be seen whether the state will be able to negotiate a significant discount on current prices, but Louisiana Health Secretary Rebecca G has stated that the state would want the annual subscription fee to be no higher than the state's spending on hepatitis C in 2018, which was roughly $35 million, not including rebates. This is just another example of how states are attempting to use novel techniques to control the rising costs of Medicaid. As a whole, it is expected that Medicaid expenditures across the US will rise by 5.7% per year over the coming decade. If this first attempt is successful, we could see similar tactics being employed by other states across the country, and the expansion of this type of deal to cover a host of other expensive drugs. And now for the Brexit news. With the stunning defeat of the withdrawal agreement on Tuesday and Theresa May's narrow survival of a second no-confidence vote in as many months, the likelihood of a positive Brexit outcome seems increasingly bleak. So let's look at the potential options now available to the government and our analysis of their chances of success. Option 1. The government produces an alternative withdrawal bill, which the UK Parliament will vote on the 29th of January which will then be agreed by the EU. This seems overly optimistic at this point, given the EU's resistance to any significant changes and the UK Parliament's focal disagreement with the current backstop proposal. Option 2. The government amends the deal, but not to the satisfaction of the EU, and so the UK requests an extension of Article 50. This may be unlikely, given Theresa May's stance on the subject, and because the EU previously stated that an extension would only be granted if there is either a general election or a second referendum. However, the EU may change their position on this extension criteria. 
Also, the recent approach by opposition parties asking Labour to back a people's vote, if successful, could increase pressure on May to keep that option on the table. The final option, option three, the amended deal is not agreed, the extension is not enforced, and on March 29th, the UK is out of the EU without a future trade deal. At the moment, this seems the most likely scenario and would be the worst option for the UK's £70 billion healthcare industry. Now, we don't have clarity about the contents of the deals related to option one and two, but option three, the no-deal option, is an area where there has been considerable progress made by both the EU and the UK. So what happens under a no-deal scenario for UK drug manufacturers? With no solid agreement with the EU, medicines would trade under the World Trade Organization rules, which would add at least 6% to the cost of imported ingredients needed to make the medicines in the UK, as well as extra bureaucracy and paperwork at borders, all adding costs to pharmaceutical businesses. No deal border crossing and stockpiling processes would be triggered, including government-sponsored air freight routes and cold storage for specific medicines. Even with these contingencies in place, there will almost certainly be disruption to supply lines that companies will have to absorb. On January 3rd, the MHRA, the UK Medicines Authority, published no-deal guidance setting out key arrangements for the regulation of medicines, medical devices and clinical trials following exit day. Centrally authorised products, or CAPs, will automatically convert to UK marketing authorisations through a grandfathering process. CAP manufacturers only have until the 22nd of April should they decide to opt out of this. Those that do not will have 12 months to submit baseline data to the MHRA to retain their conversion. Companies will have until the end of 2021 to update packaging and leaflets for all market-approved products. The MHRA will allow the parallel import of medicinal products that hold a marketing authorization from an EU or EEA country and will continue to recognise prescriptions issued in these countries. The UK will also accept medicines batch-tested in the EU, but it is not known if the EU will reciprocate. The MHRA will not charge a fee for scientific advice to any small or medium-sized enterprise established in the UK, one of the few concessions made to companies that will likely be hit the hardest. Orphan designation would still be based on the current EU criteria, but UK specifics will be incorporated. For example, the prevalence of the rare disease in the UK, the availability of satisfactory alternative treatments employed by NHS England, and the level of benefit of the product. The 10-year marketing exclusivity for all orphan products will be maintained. The MHRA will review paediatric investigation plans and the benefits will remain the same with a two-year extension of market exclusivity for orphan products. The MHRA also aims to launch a UK-based accelerated assessment system for new active substances. The EMA already has a similar route for priority innovations, such as the Priority Medicines Scheme, PRIME. Manufacturers of products considered a major interest for public health and therapeutic innovation will then benefit from a reduced time frame from 210 days to 150 days. This reduced time frame is similar to the aim of the EMA's accelerated approvals, which in 2018 benefited Roche's Hem Libre, Shire's Taxiro, and Nylam's On Patro and Texidi. Despite this updated contingency planning by the MHRA, 
Parliament has yet to pass any legislation which would allow the MHRA to implement these arrangements. A change in UK law would be required for the MHRA to undertake the functions currently held by the EMA for medicines on the UK market. However, with similar proposals being put forward by all sectors and the uncertainty of the Brexit scenarios, it remains unknown when or if the UK government will pass this crucial legislation for the healthcare sector. And that's it for this week. For more news and analysis, go to our website www.partnersforaccess.com. On the 15th of January, P4A hosted the last of its three-part gene therapy webinar series on innovative access agreements for cell and gene therapies, a US and EU perspective. You can find the audio visual recording on our website under the Enlightened Opinion tab. Subscribe to our podcast from iTunes and do share your thoughts in the comment section. Thank you for listening. See you next week.